Ladies and gentlemen, welcome the Fresh Drunk Stone Tour. Well, welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fresh Drunk Stone podcast right here on CannabisRadio.com. It's me, Ricky B. Follow me on all social media at It's Me, Ricky B. Joined by my co-host, Matt Bellick. Follow him on all social media at Matt Bellick. And if you want to check out any of the other shows that are on Cannabis Radio, all you got to do is go to CannabisRadio.com. Lots of fun and... Uh, informational things, which means that Matt won't listen because Matt doesn't like to learn. Sometimes my brain don't work too good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching this. So remember how like I've been having this uh, obsession with watching shows that have already been done for a long time. So yeah. now I'm into the Sopranos. I'm like season three of the Sopranos and I'm just enamored with Italian culture. Well, that one's really, that's a, first of all, great show. Oh, it's, uh, un it's unbelievable. When you say enamored by Italian culture, which aspects? Like the, the mob boss gangster part? Or just well, I like, mean, I've always loved that kind of stuff. I just always love like mob movies and stuff. But just the, the, uh, the dialect, the conversation, and how they – it's almost like I – was, I was talking to Kim about this, which seems stupid because she is Italian and her father, my father-in-law, is like 100% uh, Sicilian. Uh, right. Just how they use like words like Yiddish, like, like, uh, like Jewish people will use like Yiddish words – just randomly just throw them in there because they mean something like what? Like what's the matter you or gabagool? Yeah. Well, no, no, that what's the matter you is what is the matter with you? And gabagool is a, is a fucking piece of ham. Right. I'm talking, I'm talking about like when they say like somebody's crazy, they say, Ubat, like stuff like that. That's just, I don't know Ubat. where that, any of that comes from, but just to listen to their dialect and everything like that is just very interesting. And so you just into it. Like they're like, Hey, Ubat, come eat some gravy. And they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there's, there's a lot of words that I'm starting to realize that are not good to say. Um, and I had to look, them up like and what no i can't say them i don't want to they're, they're extremely racist say them no I know, I know a bad one from in italians <laughs> I, I don't say it but they like to they like to call certain people eggplants if you know what i'm saying that's exactly the word i was talking about too yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. but i'm not going to say the word because it, i feel like it's it's it won't go over well if some people hear it. Regardless, well, we're not trying to be racist on the show. Uh, you know, it's just uh, it's just what those what those damn spaghetti sucking Italians do. <laughs> I was I was like, I, but I've always been just so so curious about Italian. They just seem to have like like Italian people just seem to connect on a, on a different level than other people. I don't. I mean, like I'm Irish. The only thing that I have in common with Irish people is the fact that I like to drink. Yeah, and you're pretty I, pale. Well, yeah. No, I mean, I'm not. It's, well, I'm Irish and Cuban, so I mean. Right. I have no idea why I didn't get any of the complexion of the Cuban, but I got full complexion of the Irish. I'm just hairy like a Yeti. Yeah, you got uh, you got all the great cards. All the best ones. <laughs> yeah, the alcoholism. Yeah, yeah. That's a great yeah. card to have. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you, um, do you identify more with being Irish, more with being Cuban, or just being Ricky? Um, I would probably say the third one. I don't really like the only thing that I really identify because I don't speak a lick of Spanish. So I failed so horribly at Spanish when I was in high school, uh, mainly because I didn't try, but uh, other parts is I didn't listen. So I guess that's not trying as well. So when I used to do homework, whenever we'd be like, you'd have to like write, they give you a word, you have to write it in Spanish. I would just write the word again and put an O on the end of it. <laughs> Such an idiot. <laughs> which is, which sometimes was correct. Like silencio. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like so, silence. Oh, yeah. It's just like it's just like if you have a scantron, you just write C's the entire time. 
I mean, you got a pretty good chance of being able to get some of them right. That was kind of my, uh, that was kind of my mentality. So, like, yeah. Hey, show me where the library O is. Oh. <laughs> that, that's it. Papas fritas. That's probably all I got out of it. But, but Spanish food, I love and I know about Spanish food and how to cook Spanish food, stuff like that. So, I mean, like, that's really the only thing that, uh, that I've ever identified with, with my Cuban side. Yeah. Like you always, when you say ropa vieja, ropa you know, vieja. It's dirty clothes. Well, yeah, it is dirty clothes. And it's my, it's my favorite meal of all time. I, did, I absolutely love it. But when it comes to the Irish, the only thing that I've ever identified with is the fact that I love beer and whiskey. Right. Yeah, you're, you're kind of a spud-sucking Mick, aren't you? you whoa, like, yeah, yeah. whoa, whoa. <laughs> We're just trying to avoid this. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's my nice. God almighty. I, you know what? Our, uh, what is it? What, what is your background? I actually don't know what your heritage is. I'm mostly, I, I, you know, I'm kind of a Polak. I'm a mutt, though. I got a bunch in me. But, you know, <laughs> do you? Polak. So what's Ayo. our thing? We don't know how to screw in light bulbs or something. We're dirty Poles. <laughs> I, never, I, guess I, guess I never understood those Polish jokes. I, I think we're dumb. I think Polish people are dumb. Which I'm kinda, I just kind of assumed that's what it was, but it got out of control with the Polish jokes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, whatever. Some, <laughs> some Polish people are dumb. I don't know. Is that like the most offensive? I don't know. It doesn't. Really I don't get. know. I have no. I have no clue. I've I've never met. I I've never met anybody that I've identified with as being a complete idiot and being like, oh, he's Polish. That makes sense. Never. Well, I just, I don't know. I don't get offended by, it. I mean, I, I'm a, I, I got like other things, you know, I'm a little German, little Austrian, but like I kind of identify, I guess, mostly with the Your Polish Aryan. side, but yeah, not really. I, <laughs> no, but I don't know. Like if somebody was like, it's like, Oh, go into pierogi, you dumb Polak. I'd be like, okay. I'll yeah. Go. I love pierogies. Fuck you. Got yeah. a pierogi. Sure. <laughs> yeah, be, are you offering? Yeah, yeah. The, well, the, the, it's the foods. It's a big thing. So the other day I was watching Sopranos and they keep everything. What I always think is so funny about Italians, too, is the fact that everything has to be accompanied by a meal. So I'm, I'm watching the Sopranos and every time something goes wrong, they get the you ever watch you have you watched the Sopranos? Yeah, yeah. They like whack off people and shit. Then they whack them. They don't whack them off. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So that's, that's a different, that's a different type of soprano, I guess. Um, but every single time something goes on, they have to have a meeting and they always send one guy to go to the deli to get Napoleon cookies, cannolis, and something else called Sfugliadel, which I had no idea what this was that I actually had to get my wife to call my father-in-law and explain it to me what it actually was. Cause I couldn't figure out exactly what they're saying because they have these very thick Italian accents. So I learned something. So that works out. What is it? Like a dessert? It's like a, uh, it's like a flaky pastry that's like in the shape of a shell. And when I'm telling you, if you try to look this word up, it looks like it might as well be hieroglyphics. It's got so many consonants in it. It makes no fucking sense how to say it, but they wind up saying it's Fuyadel. Sure. You're, yeah. you're a real, real cultured guy. I know some people are like, you know, <laughs> You know, I, sp I spent a month over in Europe. I learned this. You're just like, I've been watching a lot of Sopranos lately. They're pretty much into the Italian culture. <laughs> I've, always, I've always liked it, but I'm just saying, but yeah, I've learned, but that's how you learn. You're going to be like at a nice Italian restaurant and be like, yeah, let me get some spogliatelle. And they're like, oh, wow. Have you been? You're like, no, I watch a lot of Sopranos. <laughs> it's like, the, it's probably some more breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably so stereotypical to even say that coming from an Irish Cuban. Um, but yeah, so I mean, but, but yeah, now I'm dying to, to go and try spogliatelle. Just, just do me a favor. Don't be that guy that like goes into the Olive Garden. <laughs> and he's like, oh, let me get some calamari. And you're like... Dude, you're it's another thing too that always kills me about, about Italians. Uh, what's with the G's? Like 
it's calamari, but they, they pronounce it. They take off the I and they pronounce it galama, which like, oh, makes me get, no sense to me. We got some galama, but here's the problem. Like, this is just some dude from Jersey. Like, you're not, you're not from the old country. Like, like just say calamari. You know, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just because you've got the Irish horn on your chest doesn't mean that you have to speak like Tony Soprano everywhere you go. Fucking guy who's an accountant from like Boca Raton. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, you got some mana. I'm like, dude, same marinara. Um, that and uh, uh, Capricola. They, they pronounce it Gabagool. Gabagool. How does that make any sense whatsoever? I don't know. They're dumber than Pollocks, dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> You're trying to start fights here. Um, but, it's uh, our word. I can say Pollock. It's, my, it's our word. <laughs> Wait, does that mean that I can be able to, because I married into Italians, I can be able to be more Italian now? Sure. You could be a dirty... No, I'm not going to say Whoa, whoa. Jesus. I love how um, uncomfortable you're getting there. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're getting a lot more comfortable than I am. I'm, I'm really skirting around the edges here. I'm just trying to figure out how to say Spuyadel. I just think in, in, in like... In, here's the thing. At one point, it was like a real thing. Like, like, when, like when Italians and Irish people came to this like, uh, you know, countries and they would call them like, you know, bad names. Like, like WAP means without papers. Like for Italian people, people wouldn't hire anybody. It was Italian. So like, at one point, those things were like harsh and biting, but like, I don't know. Like, I feel like, like if someone had just called, like, like my buddy, like Tim Hanlon's Italian. If I was like, hey, what's up, you dirty Dago? I don't think he'd care. Like, I don't think he identified, like, I don't think it would offend him. Also, I don't think anybody would pick him out as being Italian in a room. Yeah, he's Italian and Irish. So he's like a Mick Dago, you know? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, he, lo- he definitely looks more Irish, more uh, like he was born in Greenland or something like that. I don't know. Like if somebody called you, like you're, you're half Irish, but like, I don't know, if somebody called you like a Mick, would you be like, oh, oh, I'm offended. <laughs> like, I'd, be like, no, I'd be like, apologize. It's Rick, not Mick. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're pretty close, but I mean, you're still not really on the ball with that one. Exactly. Yeah. See, but I mean, like, I don't even, I don't even understand what the repercussions of that word even means. I just know it's, it's a slur towards, uh, um, towards Irish people. But, like, I, I don't know the background of it. Like, I had no idea it was without papers. I have no clue. So, it turns out you did learn something throughout your, your short and insignificant life. Oh, I'm a traveled fellow, buddy. I'm out there. <laughs> you, want, you want to know about Des Moines, Iowa? I'll tell you all about Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> um, speaking of traveling, so the last time we did the show, you were doing the show outside of the, uh, the very famous, infamous Wrigley Field. Um, yes. So, how did that whole game experience go? Fantastic. We're in the bleachers. Uh, it was it was a great game. I love sitting. If you, if you have a chance to go to the bleachers like at Wrigley, it's just it's like a party. But we ended up losing uh, in the eighth. We we went behind and so yeah, you know you don't want to see the Cubs lose. But uh, it's a long season. You know you don't you can't get mad about baseball in June. You know so yeah, it's like four, 1,400 games a season. Exactly. So well, you know World Series in four years. So <laughs> no, it was it was a it was really it was a really good time. We had some fun in Chicago, man. Like. Yeah. Uh, we, well, speaking, I guess, so, so speaking of travels and because and, and we were <laughs> talking about racial slurs, a story that's... How did I, those I, two manage to come together? I'll tell you how, all right? Because I wanted to tell you this. We, were, we, were, we, got to, <laughs> we got to LA, we moved into our apartment on Tuesday, and we flew out Thursday to go to Chicago. So we were like barely here. So we were getting a ride to the airport Thursday yeah. morning. And we're in LAX, and it was Lena's like first time I think in LAX, and it's it's like a zoo out there, man. It's 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 insane. But so there's like people in the middle of the road that are like directing traffic, and they have whistles. And she's like, she's like, it's so weird at this airport to have like these Mexican dudes with whistles. And I was like, honey, those are the police. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's LAPD. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, she's like, oh. Like, yeah, they live here too. You know that, right? It's like, honey, welcome to LA. You can see a lot of Mexican dudes doing a lot of things, all right? Like, <laughs> they got Mexican dudes with whistles. Yeah, those are the police. It was outrageous. So <laughs> or, was she crazy. still was she still drunk from the day before or something? It was six in the morning, I guess, if that's an excuse. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh Look for for her sake. Probably should just blame it on that. It just cracked me up. And then like we we her 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 parents were in Chicago, so we met up with them. Uh, mm-hmm. we, they went to the game with us. We actually went to a show at Second City with them. It was a good time. But I ended up telling her her mom and dad that story. And then so we so we get back. She goes, you know, when we were at dinner, she's like, I wish you just didn't say that. And I'm like, well, when we were in the car, I wish you didn't say that. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wish this wasn't said at all. But now everybody must know. You said it. And now now it's on tape. So it's it lives forever on the internet. Oh, that's, um, so funny. that's that's ridiculous. Um, but uh you were telling me the story. Was this in Chicago that you were doing this at the park thing? Oh yes. So, so we you have- you were telling me the story prior. I just want to give a little little background because we did talk about this just before we got on. Um and before you tell the story, I 100% thought that this was like one of, because if anybody knows Elena, she's, she's a, you know, she's a romantic. She likes to do things like before you guys even left, you guys went and watched like the sunset or some bullshit. Um, and you guys like collected seashells and, and made, uh, and made puka necklaces for each other before you guys departed. So she likes all this romantic bullshit. So when you told me the story, I 100% thought that this was going to be like a very romantic thing that she decided to do, but do tell the story and see if anybody well, else takes this from it. What, well, I told Ricky and I was, like I go so he's like what you end up so Saturday we're in Chicago I go well we ended up eating Chinese food like in Lincoln Park and he's like oh that's romantic I'm like no it's not like it sounds so we we got so Friday night was Elena's birthday we got very drunk and Mm -hmm. uh, we woke up Saturday very hungover and then we went to get a very large amount of Chinese food as you do so we had some like wake up breakfast hangover Chinese food and then we wanted to go to Lincoln Park Zoo so there's like a park there too. So we take the bus there. All of a sudden, lady starts fading out. Literally halfway there, she just starts like looking up hotels. She's like, we can just get in this hotel and just go back to sleep. <laughs> and I'm just like, I was like, get it together. Like, you know, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Get a Gatorade. Room was like 280 bucks. She's like, I don't care. I don't care. I'll put on my credit card. I'll just do it. I'm like, whoa. Jesus <laughs> Christ. We talk her out of that. Slap her around. I'm like, hey, wake her up. So she, no, so then we go, so we go to like Lincoln Park Zoo and then she's like, she's like, let's just like lay. Cause like a lot of people like set up a blanket, just kind of like lay in the grass. It was a very nice day out. So we're like in the park part. We're kind of like laying there and then we were, but we didn't have a blanket. So we were literally just kind of like laying in the grass, uh, in the park. She was like trying to like take a nap slash. And then she goes, I'm hungry. And we just started eating the Chinese food while laying in the dirt. <laughs> Like homeless people. Yeah, when you explained this to me, you had originally said that you had lunch in the park. Well, I said we ate Chinese food in the park, oh, we ate right? Chinese food in the park. So I assumed it was lunch, and I assumed it was something that was romantic. But the reality of it was that she was just fading fast into the other life and mm-hmm. needed to be able to take the earth in while eating some Chinese food. You ever lay on your back and eat lo mein with your hands? <laughs> no way. You were not eating it with your hands. <laughs> That's not real. You weren't really. Oh, uh, we had some forks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, at least a, a chop. Oh, we used our hands anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> what time was this? Uh, say one p, one p.m. Oh wow! All right, and she was still going. She was still all hungover and needed to need to lie down in the grass at well, one p.m. We got new life, you know. She laid down for ten minutes to drink a bottle of water. We threw some low mein in her. 
And then, uh, you know, she's like, okay, I'm feeling a little bit better. And then we went, in the, we went to the zoo mm-hmm. and saw all the animals. You know, it's weird every time I'm in a zoo. I like, I like, I like seeing, no, but I like seeing the animals and, and, and like, I, I like animals. I think zoos are cool, but like, there always comes with this air of like, this is fucked up. Like, you're know, like, this lion wants to be like in the wild, dude. Doesn't yeah. want to be fucking, you know, so like, you're like, I'm like, oh, this is dope. But then you're like, oh, there's a polar bear in a fucking cubicle, you know, like it's just, <laughs> it's, it's like it's clocks, not natu- in, clocks out every day. Yeah. It's not natural, dude. Like, well, I mean, it, to be fair, 90% of, of these animals are born in captivity. So they don't really know the wild. And if they were released in the wild, they'd be killed instantly because they have no instincts as to their ancestors. I know, but I think they still have this, like, I think the lion still is like, dude, I shouldn't be split in a fucking, a one, one with four of the lions. You know, like, I think it knows that. Like <laughs> I'm the king of the fucking jungle. I can't get a yeah. penthouse. Although, yeah, but then, I mean, but they're kind of spoiled, bro. They just fucking get their meat brought to them every day. They're like, they're like, uh, like fat married guys, but animals. What's the difference? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of, there's a lot of relative properties between the two of them. Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo inside the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. Register before May 1st for an early bird discount of 50% off now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Join us for the 2019 U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo August 3rd and 4th in Miami. Register now at usccexpo.com. Expo.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo. Register for an early bird discount now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Um, so you went to the you went to the Lincoln Park Zoo, um, and uh, is there a uh, is there a monument to Chester there? No, no, there's not. Uh, the, <laughs> stupid. The uh, Cheeto guy. The Cheeto guy. Oh, I thought I thought you meant. No, I meant I meant the lead singer. Like, okay, I was like, yeah, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna make a terrible joke, so we're not gonna do it. Um, no, you can, but by, by by all means. I mean, you've you've already called me a Mick today, so I mean, what else is now? Uh, I don't, I don't want to make a, a, a fun of a suicide thing. I was going to say, they, yeah, yeah they, they have, they have a, I was going to say they have a statue hanging there, but uh, <laughs> that's fucked up. 
Jesus uh, Christ. You made me. I tried to I say know. no. I did, but you yeah. know, for some odd reason, I didn't think it was going to be that bad, and it was. Yeah. What did yeah. you think it was going to be? Yeah, I some, honestly uh, have no clue. <laughs> yeah, the guy went to Chester just doing his taxes. Oh, I burned him. <laughs> he can't do his taxes. He's dead. Okay. Um, you know, well, <laughs> maybe there's taxes in death, too. That would, wouldn't that be something? Like, you die. And then you go to heaven and they're all like, it's great. He's like, well, you, you got to pay tax. There's still taxes up here. <laughs> like, it well, doesn't maybe, stop. Maybe doing your taxes is hell. And that's exactly what you, you just become a CPA as soon as you die. If you, if you wind up going to hell. See, I think I haven't done my taxes in a couple of years. And I think that is heaven. I think oh. I'm living heaven right now just <laughs> yes. by not doing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when the IRS comes after you, that'll be hell. That's hell, exactly. You ever, you ever seen that show on, what is it, uh, Adult Swim? It's called Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. No. Oh, you should check it out. Go, I, You can check it out on Hulu. It's on some there. Of but, those, uh, some of those Adult Swim shows get too wacky for me. It, it's pretty wacky. So uh, the creator, uh, I believe oh. he's the creator, is uh, that guy that I listened to his podcast, Henry Zembrowski. Uh-huh. And um, it's basically like what you have to do when you go to hell and everybody works basically at an, at, in like an office, like a corporate setting for the devil. That actually so, sounds funny. It's, it's actually very funny. So they have to go, they have to go through like submissions and like accepting people to hell and stuff like that. And it's, it's actually very, very funny. I would highly recommend checking it out. I got a lot of free time. I'll check it out. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm on it. <laughs> uh, so how has it been in California? Cali's been awesome. I was just going to say, like, our neighborhood's great. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have to go far to get to anything. I've been wearing um, sweatpants just all the time, everywhere. The weather's fantastic. Like, it, there's, like, no humidity. It's, like, 70 degrees all the time. No mm-hmm. rain. You really can't beat it, man. And those are the ones that bitch about climate change? Uh, well, there's people out here that'll just bitch about anything, you know? Well, it's, yeah, uh, it's, it's Los Angeles. I would imagine that everybody bitches about everything. People like to be, uh, it's, it's a hobby to be offended and upset. So <laughs> yeah, well, people make do. a career out of it technically. So yes, they do. It pays good money. I should start being offended by things. <laughs> what, a, <laughs> what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm offended. Quick. Call me a Polak again. I'll get really pissed off. You dumb Polak. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. It's it right oh. there. $30 right there. You just made. Wow, that worked out pretty my, well. Is there a union for the offended? Ah, my, my feelings are... Party, my feelings are oh, hey. We're, well, we don't really get political usually. No. Really I've, ever, ever since yeah. I left my, my political radio days, I've kind of, kind of stayed away from most of it because it just is mostly depressing and there's really no need to, to know a lot of it unless it's election season. Well, let's talk Uncle Donnie for a minute. Uh, I, you know. I have no idea what he's done lately. I've, I've, I used to follow him on Twitter because I had to. I unfollowed him because I just really don't. No, his tweets are fantastic. But well, uh, I see them everywhere. I don't need to follow yeah. him on Twitter. <laughs> Literally, I just turn on a television uh, that, that happens to be scamming by any type of news situation, and his tweets are right there. I go on Twitter. I don't have to follow him. They're all in the trending topics, all over Facebook. Everybody tells you what's going on. What the fuck is the point of following him anymore? I'm already thinking third term, you know? Third term. <laughs> he, he'll be the one to break the mold. I wanted to get three. Um, yeah, I, I, what I always enjoyed about uh, what I always enjoyed about the whole entire situation was that it just put people in such a stir. And I was watching, and I, I hate to, to admit that I was watching this, but the wife used to watch this show, and they just did a uh, they just did like a I don't know, it's like a new version of the Hills. You remember the Hills? How can I forget? 
yeah, I never watched that show. Um, but they just do this new, new version of it with like some new people. And, uh, by the way, uh, Kim says it's horrible. I can't judge. I thought it was both horrible. So, um, but one <laughs> of the, one of the new characters is Tommy is Brandon Lee, who is not Bruce Lee's son that died, but Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson's kid is on the show. This kid's got a huge cock. I, I would assume uh, either that or gigantic tits, either one. Um, <laughs> but so he's on this show and he's explaining that he hasn't seen his mom, Pamela Anderson in a long time because she moved to Canada when Trump was elected. And I had what? no idea of this. What? Yeah. So, I mean, remember how all those people were like, oh, I'm moving to Canada if he gets elected. And like, I didn't really know anybody that like Rosie O'Donnell said she was going to do it. And like a couple other uh, people who said they were going to do it. Pamela Anderson, she, she put her money where their mouth is and moved to Canada when Trump became uh, the president, which I think is uh, amazing. Well, uh, I mean, here's the thing. I'm not a big Trump guy. I, I don't know much about politics, but I mean, the yeah. guy's, you know, he's, He's kind of an asshole. Well, we now you're that. in L.A. I feel like you have to. I, th- I think they, well, they ask you your political uh, affiliation on your driver's license there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, look, well, he's an asshole, and I just, I don't know. It, the world hasn't burned. Like, I, I wouldn't move to Canada. Like, no, we're still, we're still, I like it here. You know what's fucked up? And I don't know, maybe it's because I'm just, like, too broke or whatever. I don't know. Like, like he's exactly doing a lot, what it is. doing a lot of bad shit, but, like, my life hasn't changed all that much, man. Nope. My, my, my world's very small, and I know that's uh, maybe just a very uh, – you know, pigeonholed, small-minded way to look at it. But my life hasn't changed, really. It's just kind of going the same way. So I don't know if I'd move to Canada, you know? No, unless they promised me it was going to get better. Talk about the stars and stripes, dude. These colors don't run. <laughs> well, Pamela does, but I mean, but yeah, she moved to Canada. I, I, I wouldn't do the same. But I mean, this is the same thing that, you know, we're both in the same situation is that we're too low on the totem pole for any of this stuff to really affect us when it comes to that kind of stuff. The only thing that people can really get up in arms about is morality. But morality is dictated through uh, through different means every single time. There's some yeah. people look at morality in, in all different ways. And that's really the one crime that everybody sees to harp on well, i can't really afford to have morals i'm too broke i don't yeah, know hell yeah you gotta pay for that shit it's a you gotta be in a certain tax bracket to have morals and i'm not in that one so no, no, i'm barely holding on to one bracket as it is i'm looking for the second one yeah i don't have uh i'm bracket less <laughs> i'm not even in a bracket baby <laughs> do you see a lot of that stuff out in la though have you seen like marches and protests uh, and stuff i don't know it's everywhere though it's not just la it's chicago it's New yeah York. but not down here uh, no, Flo- you're in South Florida, dude. No, but what I'm saying is that for all the people that are outraged, I'm surprised there's not more protests and stuff. There's like certain ones that like back at the back when I worked at the radio station, there was an abortion clinic that was like down the road from us. And there'd always be like 85 year old men out there with pictures of the mother Mary. And that, that was basically it. Uh, yeah, I think that's just, un- I think they just, yeah, they have too much free time personally. Oh, Anyone's going to yes. go to, to an abortion clinic and have some like 16 year old girl coming in and she's already crying and you're going to be like, you're a fucking whore. You're going to burn. Like, I, yeah. I, you know, like, is that, are you, are you a better person for that? Really? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. It doesn't, it doesn't make much sense to me to be, to be that way. Doesn't um, it say something in, in the Bible? Well for them. Doesn't it say something in the Bible about like, you know, don't, don't like be a dick to a 16 year old girl who's crying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like thou shalt not fucking be an asshole. To- <laughs> I'm pretty positive. Those are the exact words. So uh, it seems like you, you've become very educated when once moving to the West coast. I'm pretty worldly. I don't know how, where we're on time, but there's one last little thing I wonder, did you see, 
and me, me and Tim are having a great laugh at this. Oh, this is fucked up because people, I think somebody died, but listen. Oh, Lord. There was, you know, <laughs> there was a plane that crashed in Hawaii. Uh-huh. It, was a, it was a small little like plane mm-hmm. and it was a plane doing skydiving and the plane crashed. Mm-hmm. And my question is, how did they all not just jump out of the plane? I mean, it was... <laughs> it's a skydiving plane. Yeah, should everybody have parachutes? They were literally strapped up with parachutes, dude, and rode this thing to the bottom. I just don't get it. I don't understand that either. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, everybody should be prepared. That's literally what you're going to do is jumping out of the plane. I think, I think what... I don't know. I think what might have happened was... You know what? Now that I'm thinking, I, mean, I, I didn't. I didn't read the article. I only read the headline. But like, what if this? What uh, if, you are. You were just. You were so part of this generation, man. What if everybody jumped out of the plane into their skydiving thing, and then it's just the two pilots going to land, and then something went wrong, and then they crashed? That's, that's probably. A, that's also a possibility. But if, but everybody on the plane should should have an ability to have a parachute in sure. that situation, don't you think? It just sounds so weird that a sky. You know, people were on a skydiving plane and it went down. It's like just jump out. Yeah. It's like what, it's like if a if a uh, a ship went out full of scuba divers and they all drowned. Right. It's like you were all equipped to be underwater. How did that happen? Just breathe through the thing or just jump and pull the cord in this example. I don't know. Maybe I got to look into it. Maybe there's something more to it. And, Maybe you uh, should read the article. <laughs> I know that this podcast reaches every and we have millions of listeners, so if anyone related to those people who died, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Although you're, 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 so, you're sorry, there wasn't a bigger joke there. It's not my fault that they were dumb Pollocks and couldn't jump out <laughs> and pull the goddamn cord. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, we're going to end this episode today. And uh, you can be able to check out all past episodes by going to cannabisradio.com. You got some shows coming up in Los Angeles, or are you just hanging out until. Uh... Oh, man. No, we got some shows. July, we're doing uh, July 11th. 12th, 13th, and 14th. We're going to be in Boise, Idaho at Liquid Laughs. I actually love Boise. Uh, then we're going to Tacoma and Spokane. Mm-hmm. And then we have San Jose. And I believe we're tying on Brea to that. So that's our July. And then I got, we're booking a whole bunch in August and September. September, we're going to go into the uh, like the Northeast. We're hitting like the, the New York and stuff. I'll see all your your gobble ghouls up there. <laughs> the gallimas and gobble yeah. ghouls and the yeah. shuyadels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, get a shui though while you're up there. I don't even know how to say that. So. <laughs> I'm telling you, I will text you this word. This is going to blow your mind. How, however, they got to the the audible conclusion of shui I'm gonna like, give me a schladadel, schloidavu. Yeah, watch out. You might, you might, you might wind up saying a racial racial slur and not even know it. I don't want to call somebody an eggplant on accident. Whoa, you know? whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can be able to check out all the uh, tour dates for everything that's going to be coming up for Fresh Drunk Stone by going to freshdrunkstonetour.com follow Matt Bellick on all social media at Matt Bellick follow me at It's Me Ricky B and also you can be able to subscribe and check to check all the uh, shows out for the Fresh Drunk Stone podcast Stitcher iTunes Spreaker uh, Spotify and iHeartRadio as well and then when you go onto iTunes make sure you subscribe leave a five star, give us a comment. Doesn't make a difference what the comment is. Just don't make it an eggplant comment. And then please, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't want, we want to start this revolution here. What about an eggplant emoji? We all know what you mean. That could be a penis though. It could also, yeah, it's probably a penis. 
Yeah, make it a, put a little uh, the little squirt thing after, and then you know it's a. Oh god! <laughs> um, so you can be able to do that. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Give us a five star. Give us a comment. Share it out and everything like that. And every single uh, episode always comes out on every Friday right here on cannabisradio.com. And I guess that's basically it. So Matt, say goodbye. Hey, I'm walking here. Bye. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> 